You're listening to the Audio Harassment Podcast. Welcome to the platform for the average grunt, hosted by two idiots with strong opinions and no filters. So clutch your pearls and buckle up. Prepare to be audibly harassed. All right. Welcome back to another episode of the Audio Harassment Podcast. We've got a very special episode today. We're going to get to a guest that we're bringing in. Uh, but before we do that, allow me to introduce my co-host. I'm talking about Lucas. Lucas. Fuck, I forgot the gimmick, man. <laughs> <laughs> what an introduction. A hell of an introduction. I am thoroughly impressed with that. And as we carry on, because we're live, pal, he is your primary host of the podcast, the bearer of the cross that is audio harassment. It's Rob. You don't have to yell at me, ma'am. I'm not blind. Kondracky. <laughs> hey, at least you remember, Jerez. I got I got enough shit going on here. What I got to remember your fucking uh, line every time, you know? So, uh, Luke, let's talk about what we got going on this episode. So, for anybody who listened to last week's episode, I mentioned uh, Cuzzy and how he gave me some boner pills. And, you know, Cuzzy and I are close. We have a brother-like relationship. And he's going through some stuff, uh, namely like a recent breakup and everything. We're going to bring him on to talk about that. Then we're going to get into some of his, you know, frustrations in the dating world and so on and so on. So without further ado, the owner, operator, head brewer of Lost Tourist Brewing, Cuzzy himself, Gary. Gary, what's up, my man? Oh, man. Thanks for the awesome intro. Take 30 seconds and just tell people where they can find you, your merchandise, your website, whatever you want to plug. Go for it. All right. Lost Taurus Brewing, Meriden, Connecticut. Uh, small microbrewery self-distribution. Currently no tap room just yet. If you want to check us out, www.losttaurusbrewing.com. Also on Instagram and Facebook. Catch us at some beer fest around the state of Connecticut and at your local bar or restaurant, which you can find on our website, losttaurusbrewing.com, where the kegs are available. Oh, give that man a round of applause. I was going to say, we might need to uh, bring him in for our fucking outro every week. Jesus Christ, he's better than us. <laughs> All right, Gary, the reason we have you on, I would like you to uh, just go over everything that's been happening as of late with your most recent breakup. How did you meet this girl? Was this a dating app situation? And what went wrong here? Well, I actually met her on Match.com, which I feel is one of the better apps over paying for Tinder, Bumble, Hinge. You know, Hinge isn't that good around this area. I think it's better in New York, you know, like a bigger city. Have, you, anyway. tried, have you tried Grinder? Lots of cock. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right Cousy, let, me just, let me just establish first and foremost, what are you looking for in the dating field right now? I'm just looking for... You know, short term, hang out, see where it goes. You know, I'm not looking for a, you know, really a long term relationship because it's just annoying. You know, and sure, you're a successful man, you're a homeowner, you have a good job, you have a side business. What do you need a woman complicating that life for? I completely understand. Well, exactly, and you know, I was really accommodating to this last one. You know, um, she was in here, she did a lot of renovations to the house cosmetically, and I was really appreciative about it. And I said, you know what? I can maybe share my space and let go of my my single single uh, bachelor ways and just let her come in here and you know make it her own too and that that's what I did. I actually bended a little bit, you know, because you have to. Yeah, I, you gotta you gotta bend and compromise a little bit. But what I want to ask you is, was she actually helping uh, do jobs around the house, or was it mostly just DIY, slap some paint on this, sand this down, sort of thing? She didn't clean. I cleaned. Uh, she used to cook a lot, which was really, really good food. Um, but uh, yeah, so yeah, that's, that's what great. she did. That's great. I love a good cook. A good cook and do a DIY and a blow job. <laughs> oh yeah, she was. Uh, she had this place, you know, upside down, and I got a little like defensive when she wants to throw stuff out. You know, I'm like, well, you know, you got a lot of stuff for a single man. I said, well, well, sh well of course I do. I'm 40, 41 years old. I've been accumulating shit. You know, that's what you do. And was she a homeowner also? Uh, no, she was not. Should have told her you don't have a lot of shit for a 40-year-old. 
I know you, Cuzzy, so I know that it's hard for you to share your space and kind of compromise and bend. So this must have been some broad. You must have really, you must have really actually uh, invested in this one, huh? Oh, very much so, Rob. You know, I was close to getting the the diamond. You know, no shit. And then, oh, really? I I didn't know that. Yeah, I noticed bad behavior, and then around Christmas time, then all of a sudden, I woke up and said, "Whoa, this is stopping right now. I ain't doing anything till." I see what you know. What what what's a what a what a problem is, and it turned out it just went went downhill. And it, it really, I was right. What were those red flags? Well, you know, she was was acting weird, and uh, I'm like, well, what's wrong with you? You know, I can sense. You know, I'm very one of those guys who are, you know, you can just feel it. Like, what's wrong with you? And then it was more of like she says, you know, feels like we're we're just being friends and not, you know, in a relationship. I said, what gives you that idea? Um, and she she didn't know. Um, and then <laughs> she I had called, no answer. <laughs> Please elaborate. Please yep. elaborate. I don't know. And then I caught her in like a drunken like talk, like about a few like a couple months before this happened, where she was rambling about, I want a man who's well traveled, this and that. I said, okay. You weren't that before she met you. So if she wanted that, why the fuck did she date you is the good question. So she wanted a man who was more well-traveled. Did you tell her that you wanted a woman who was younger? <laughs> <laughs> you know, she didn't know what she wanted. I just think she, there's, there was another big issue there. Was she talking to another guy? She says no, but 99% she is because I haven't heard from her since, you know, she got her shit out the house uh, like three weeks ago. Wow. No communication. Uh, I still say when we went to New York, um, that that really started to really tank. What happened that night when you went to New York that makes you think that? All right. Well, the first night we got there, her cousin is awesome. He bought me beer all night. I got I got you know drunk and I was hungover the next day. Um, and we we're supposed to go to this stupid 1920s Gatsby party at some ritzy hotel. I'm like, whatever. You know, so we go there. I'm like, this place sucks. You know, these people, I don't like them, you know, and the <laughs> I'm like, I want to get, the, I want to go home. So what she does is, oh, I want to go up to the hotel room and hang out. I'm like, why? I want to go home. You don't even see this girl for a fucking year. Why do you have to impress her for? I'm like, you know, she's a bitch, you know? And I, and she said, oh, come sit over here. I said, and I got up and I said, listen, I am done. I am leaving. And her eyes fucking went, are going to bulge out of her head. Like, how dare you talk to me that in front of your friends? Well, I fucking told you five times quietly you kept me up in this hotel room it's fucking one in the morning you know i'm done so long story short is you know we were fine the next morning but i don't know i don't know guys i i I think something might have happened there i don't know what i wasn't with her the whole time yeah that was probably it once she started to have to justify to them you know why you're acting the way you are and you're not part of their thing that probably mm. brought it all up, I would think. Well, the, the first thing that I'm thinking is she wants a man who's well-traveled, uh, <laughs> drinks all night, stays up in New York City with her, uh, does everything that she wants to do partying-wise, yet still runs a business in the morning, still goes to work, still is a provider, still is a homeowner. Those things are on two opposite ends of the spectrum. Either you're successful or you are unsuccessful, and you're probably partying your life away. Yeah. And she's going to Europe twice this year. But she lives with her parents? Uh, I believe she, yeah, she just moved back in there. Oh, oh, oh no. Okay, so she, she lives with her parents. She has the funds and the resources to travel to Europe twice. You do not live with your parents. You pay all your own bills, and she's somehow surprised that you can't fucking travel the way she does. Well, you don't live with your fucking parents. All right, and I wasn't even invited anyway. She didn't even bother to ask me to Italy. Or uh, fucking London, I get the Italy trip. It's a fortieth with your with your girlfriends, whatever. Whoa, whoa, you know? whoa! Hold on, she's going to Europe on a girlfriend's trip. Yes. Oh, oh fuck, fuck that! that. <laughs> fuck that! <laughs> That's a deal breaker, right <laughs> Dude, there. That, that, I, you know, even if everything went perfectly, you would have to break up with her just for that alone, right there. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't even asked. I mean, I mean, the point is, you have to ask. You know, Luke, this reminds me of a similar situation you had where. Your one of your exes wanted to like go to what was it Germany with her ex or some bullshit? You know, it just reminded me of that too. Let me tell this one briefly to you, Cuzzy. Yes. My last ex, the alcoholic, 
she uh, was divorced and had a child from a previous husband. And he was from Turkey originally. So he came over here. He married her, you know, got the citizenship, all that, used her like a, like an old dildo. <laughs> so she's like, well, you know, my son is half Turkish and he wants to go with his father, but I don't trust him to go alone. So I'm going to take my son and go to Turkey with my ex-husband. And I told her, no, the fuck you're not. <laughs> and we got into a big fight over it. And she couldn't understand why. Because I want the freedom to teach my son about his Turkish heritage. I said, if you go anywhere at all in the world domestically on vacation with your ex-husband for any reason whatsoever, you're not coming home to a boyfriend. I, I, <laughs> That's a healthy, normal boundary to draw, wouldn't you say? Yeah, dude, I I agree with I agree with Lucas on this one. Like, you probably should have drawn the line there because what the fuck is she even trying to say that like she wants to travel the world without you when you're her partner and ostensibly her best friend? I mean, what kind of message yeah. does that send to you? And then for her to kind of put that on you in some kind of reverse game is is total horseshit in my opinion. That's why I'm done dating single mothers because no matter what, the child is always always going to come before you and him right. learning about his turkish heritage that has no <laughs> effect on his life whatsoever in america essentially is far more important it's far more <laughs> important than being in a loving relationship and, and cuzzy i want your opinion on this in just a moment but why does she need to bring her ex to turkey to teach her kid about turkey why can't she just go with her kid to turkey well, because exactly. he needs to stay with his family and 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 crash with his cousin in the house and all this shit. And know? they're not going to fuck. Is that what she wants you to believe? Get the fuck out of here. Well, that's actually how I ended up talking her out of it because she went to Turkey once previously and she ended up hooking up with his cousin. So I said, now you got multiple members of the family in Turkey that you were fucking and you expect me to let you go, you dumb bitch? Uh-uh. And what kind of bitch would date someone and then fuck their cousin anyway? So, what I mean, that just shows you her character and her stupid alcoholic bullshit that she was always going through. Well, they were wow. already in the middle of the divorce. So, of course, women always have an excuse and they're a victim, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's, dude, she's the victim. I mean, and you are obviously a monster for not wanting her to go fuck her ex-Turkish man in a turkey land with her Turkish cousin. All Anyways, right. Kazi, let me ask you a quick question. How long were you actually uh, with this uh, girl from start to finish? Uh, a year and a half. And was she living with you during that time, or was she just doing the DIY projects around your home? Um, no, she was just doing the DIY projects. She would commute, you know, come over. At first, she was spending the weekend here. Then another red flag was she'd only come over once a week on Saturday night. You know, it's like, Was okay. it your snoring? Did your snoring put her off? She complained about the fur mattress. <laughs> now i've heard it all i don't want to i don't want to uh, you know soak right in the middle of the bed you know and like pillow mattresses and shit you know it's your fucking bed dude if she if she was going to contribute you can get one of those half and half beds but she's a guest in your home until you say otherwise so she was living at home with her folks the entire time while you were dating technically Yes, technically, yes. And, you know, it wasn't a big issue because her parents are really, really cool. I got, I get along really well with them. And uh, and she would just come over here, you know, like for not, the weekend and made, made sense. Not a big issue to you, but I guarantee you if the roles were reversed and you lived with your parents, it would be a big deal to her. Yes, you're absolutely that's right. If I'm The yep. double standard right there. Mm-hmm. To be a man, that's the way it is. So you, you took a year and a half of your life and... It was all for nothing because she turned out to be no different than the rest of them. So why don't you just get into more of what was going on? You said you were heading up to Mohegan Sun and all that. Why don't you break that down for us? We meet up with uh, her friends. There was, uh, you know, two, two, uh, they're all women, uh, a couple there. And then like one of her other friends that's kind of single and kind of weird. So uh, anyway, so we get there. You know, I said, I want to gamble. I stressed this point. I want to gamble. That's why I'm here. So basically, Cuzzy, what you're saying is you went up there like a regular guy. You want to gamble. You want to stuff your fucking face full of as many calories as you can get and take advantage. You, you want to go to a casino to do casino things. And she just wants to go with her girlies and, you know, dance around their fucking pocketbooks and pretend like they're 22. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly kind of what happened. Her friends end up coming up, meeting us, and then 
And we wrapped it up there. And I says, can we get, I said, can we get something to eat? I'm starving, you know? Politely, I said it like that, you know? We, we settled on uh, Pepe's Pizza, which is really good there, you know? Sure, so, sure. Uh, you know, we, we long story, we, we sit down, we're going to order, and there comes the gripe about what pizzas they get. I said, listen, they wanted two mediums. I said, listen, no. You know, I want a large <laughs> pepperoni. Oh, we're not going to eat it. I said, I, I bet you 50 bucks you're going to eat eat more. And I was right. Of course I was right, you know? And so they order some weird fucking pie. I'm like, I'm not eating that. I, I know you, you're a traditional guy, and you you don't fuck with anything that's outside of the normal American diet. <laughs> so, yeah, like, so they started eating my pizza, the pepperoni, because they liked it better. I said, well, of course, <laughs> of course, you know, I told you. <laughs> oh, you're right. So we wrap up dinner. Um, I didn't pay for the whole thing. I said, I'm not paying for these people, you know, and let them pay. <laughs> you know? Oh, of and course. Then, uh, yeah, you'd be a fool to pay for the other couple. Uh, so I go gamble. I come back about a half hour later. And I'm like, where, where is everybody? You know, oh, they're fucking dancing. Like, she has a hard liquor drink in her hand, standing there by herself. And her friends are, like, met up with some other friends they knew. And, an hour, like, an hour has passed, right? Uh, she's texting me, like, where are you? Where are you? And I'm like, um, where are you? Apparently, her friends met this guy who is rich, he spent $1,000 to get in the VIP area at the Avalon Club. So mm, she wow. was in there. She told me she was dancing and doing vodka shots. So she comes out. She's all drunk. And then that's when she told me how she even got in there. So I just took her home, dropped her off. She could barely get in the fucking house. You know, I said, oh, so you just met some dude who gave $1,000 in vodka shots? And you thought that was okay to go dancing in there? I would. I, I, I'm going to cut you off for just for a second, if you don't mind. That should have been the end. The amount of shit that you have talked about is too. Like, I'll tell you what. I need to buy my girl some flowers. I appreciate her more now than ever because she would never put me through this shit. And she, that should have been it right there. I don't know, Lucas. What do you think? I don't want to come off sounding like an asshole here, but from what I'm understanding, when I summarize this situation. You took her up to Mohegan Sun, step one. You went to the wolf den with her so that she can grab drinks and dance while you try to grab a beer that, you know, you can compromise with her because, you know, there's a live band in the wolf den on a Saturday night. She can dance, you can drink. You tried to compromise with her. I'm assuming you paid for her drinks. Am I correct? Well, the drinks were free since you're gambling at the wolf den. That's true. You were playing video poker, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Smart move. So she got the free drinks out of you. Then you went to get pizza. You paid for her pizza, didn't you? Just for me and her. You paid for her pizza, so now she's drinking, and now she's fed, and she's with her friends, and she pretty much ditched you for the rest of the night after that. Am I am I understanding this correctly? Uh, pretty much. Um, yeah, because she, cause she, she mean, made new friends, and she went to the bar without you. She moved up. She upgraded to the club without you. She met some rich guy at the club. She wants to go to Europe without you? Yeah, I mean, she's just. it sounds to me like she's just using you for a ride uh, food, drinks, and then boom, my friends are here. See ya. That's kind of what it sounds like to me as far as this trip goes. Yeah. I mean, the club thing really pissed me off. You know, what are you doing there? Well, dude, I'll tell you, there's always two sides to every story, but if there's even an ounce of truth to what you're telling me, then you sound like the good guy in this situation. And honestly, it doesn't sound like you're losing too much here because what interest do you have in line with this woman aside from just hanging out and enjoying company, but like, it sounds like you're heading in two different directions anyway. So I think her friends were always more important. No matter what I do, her friends are always going to win. You know, what, what did she think was the best case? And if you start off drinking and eating pizza, you're already fat and bloated for the night anyway. So there's no way you're going to fuck after that. So like, what was the best case scenario when you start off with drinks and pizza on a date? I mean, that sounds terrible. <sighs> It is. It is. That's the worst date ever because there's just no way, you know. <laughs> Dude, do you like to fuck your girl when you're bloated, full of salt and beer? <laughs> I can't. No. Exactly. No you can't. Way. Dude, you don't. There's no way you're going to get a fucking boner once you're all bloated up. So to me, you know, she should have known that you were probably going to split and go separate ways, but she needs to learn how to behave herself if she's going to have any, uh, you know, desire to be in another relationship again. 
Yeah, um, she could have easily said, I'm not going to the club. I want to find my boyfriend, you know? Yeah, that's what the any person would do if you came together in the same car. Exactly. I would do that with my boys even. If one of my boys was like, yo, let's go in the club. I'm like, bro, we drove here together. Fuck that shit. I'm not going in the club. You can go do that shit if you want, and I'll leave. <laughs> yeah. You know, a similar situation happened with her birthday. We went there. She made it clear that it wasn't a good birthday. And I said, how was that? You danced. I was, I was with her the whole time this time, you know. I guess she wanted like 50 people to show up. Like that. Oh, like that's fucking... your fault. That's your fault. <laughs> yeah. How gracious like, of her. Dude, I'll tell you, just from an outside perspective, and I'm trying to stay unbiased here, but it just sounds like oil and water in the sense of I'm sure you guys got along when you hung out, but it sounds like she just isn't ready to be an adult human and you're ready to kind of, you're trying, if you're on match.com, that sends a signal to me that you're actively trying to change and settle down and do the right thing. And it sounds like she just wants to party and still be 20 again and live with her parents. Pretty much. Would you still fuck her again if she came through and she just wanted a sexual relationship or was it not even good enough to maintain that? And so it's not worth it. Honestly, I would not want her in my bed just because of how I feel and what she put me through, you know? Yeah. A bunch of headache. You don't need that. Plus you like a firm mattress. <laughs> All right, let's get down to brass tacks here. This broad, she just turned 40. Obviously, she's not at her peak, but on a scale of one to 10, where would you put her? Looks wise or bedroom wise? Just looks wise, strictly looks. Put her at like a seven. Okay. A seven? Really? Okay. I might let a seven come through for a fuck if that's just uh, well, for a fuck. That's, a little, that's been a little generous. Uh, I was going to say, that sounds pretty generous based on this broad. Everything let's you're take telling. A, I'll go for a six. So, all right, let's just say she's a six. Let's just say she's a 10. If she's a 10, but she's a two in bed and she's a fucking 30 on a headache scale, then it's probably not worth maintaining a fuck friendship afterwards anyway, right? Yeah. So do you feel like you're over this girl to the point where it's time to uh, delve into the dating thing again? Or is this just like a distraction because you just came out of something and you might as well fuck and why not? Well, I would say, you know, I'm getting there, you know, uh, don't forget a year and a half when you're so close with someone it you know subconsciously you're still you know you're winding down from it um but i'm ready i feel i'm ready to go out on a couple dates you know and just just see what you know casual see what happens you know just to touch on it one more time uh, there's a question i remembered i wanted to ask you what was her biggest problem with you like this sounds like a lot of shit she's doing wrong what were some things she pointed out that you did that were so fucking terrible to her uh my inability to travel, like spontaneously get up and just do some random, you know, road trip or jump on a plane. Um, that one's hilarious to me. <laughs> stuck in my ways, uh, um, like, you know, as a housewise, you know, um, not willing to budge. Uh, I think it sounded like helps. you were very willing to compromise to me. Yeah. So that was the big one. You know, the anxiety and the, and the unwillingness to travel, I think, really bothered her. I mean, those uh, those are true things of you. You don't like those things, but that's not your problem. I mean, you're just different <laughs> people in that way. You know, that's her fucking problem because who is she going to meet at 40 years old if she's a six, according to you, at 40 years old, that's going to uh, allow that lifestyle for her and just take her, like, who the fuck is she that someone's going to take her across the world and, you know, go island hopping and buy her shit and, like... She lives with her fucking parents. She's 40 years old and she's a six. I mean, what the fuck does she expect here? I was just about to say that. Like, what does this girl have going for her? She's obviously 40 years old over the hill, past her prime, living with her parents. What does she do for a living? Uh, she, she's got a new job she, uh, in education. Um, so, you know. Education means 30 grand a year. Oh, no. She's like in like the, the school system, like doing the administ administration. That's what I want to know. Why is she living at home if she has a good job? Dad, you know, Luke, that's a good question. Um, exactly. Something isn't adding up here to me. And I, a 40-year-old living at home, that's not normal for a man or a woman. I'm sorry. No, but I, I would say the best thing going for her, though, is she has a great personality and she's very smart, you know, and I, I will still say that. Smart enough to get a free pizza. <laughs> <laughs> a great personality, smart. Those are good, good things to put on your resume, but what's that do in a dating situation? Like, if she's not putting forth the effort, she doesn't want to make any compromises. 
she found herself drifting at 40 without a husband. What you just said, Rob, uh, not making compromises. I think the compromise she will say is, I drove out to your house and sacrificed my weekend for you all the time. She should have sacrificed her throat to you so you can fuck her throat. <laughs> you know, she she offered me to sleep over. I'm like, I'm not sleeping over. Of you course know? not. You're, you're, you're in your 40s. You're going to sleep over your girlfriend's parents' house? It's insane. Dude, that's insane. I mean, yeah. and yeah, uh, yeah I got to say, though, her parents were, were really, really cool, though. I have nothing bad to say about them. You know, I'm really, you know, I'm really, I was really close with them. So, but do you want them to hear you fucking their daughter in the next room? I mean, no, what a stupid thing not. for her to say. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I'm they sure. weren't nice. They just wanted you to take the problem off their hands. <laughs> yeah, probably so. I mean, I offered, I did offer her once or a couple of times, hey, do you want to eventually move in my house? And she looked at me and said, she said, probably not. And I would have to throw everything out in here. I said, what the fuck is she? You're offering her, you're opening up your home to her. And she has the audacity to say, I'd have to throw shit out. Dude, I would grab her by the collar and just toss her out like Jazzy Jeff on the Fresh Prince. Fuck that bitch. Dude, isn't it true that after you two broke up, you and her father maintained a friendship and he also commented that his daughter's like fucking up by doing this? Correct. We still have a good relationship. He's confused on why it happened. He doesn't know what what the problem was, and he left it at that. I mean, because what what are you really gonna say? You know, he's just yeah. It sounds like he said everything except my daughter's a fucking idiot. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's really upset about. It. He's he's such a nice guy too. You know. Well, Is he a customer to the business or no? He actually is a brewer. <laughs> yes. No yes. shit. Well, fuck it. So, Cuzzy, being the guy who introduced me to those boner pills, did you ever take one and fuck this girl or no? Did you ever give her the hard chew blue? I, I didn't need one. Um, but, no, I never did. Mm. Did it ever? Did you ever think about it? Like, hey, maybe uh, we'll spice things up and I'll just give her the everlasting, you know what I mean? Towards the end, yes. Yes, I did. Towards the end of our relationship, I was going to actually pop one. Get a stuffy nose and just let the, let the <laughs> boner rage. <laughs> <laughs> the stuffy nose is real, by the way. I can attest to that. So, on your behalf, did you feel a romantic decline in that department, so to speak? Yes, of course. I, I think, but I think everyone goes through that, and like and you're in the long term, you know. Absolutely, there is that honeymoon phase where the sex is uh, primo for the first three to six months, and then it falls off. Yeah, it's just, it's naturally happens like that. I mean. Yeah. So, all right. Once it started to dip, you thought, hmm, maybe I'll just take one of these boner pills and remind her that I could still fucking hit it like that when I want to. Exactly. You know, I was ready to do that. And I had some interesting things to get things going, you know, like neuro massages and shit, you know, <laughs> but <laughs> get, a, get a sex swing. Uh, all right. All right. You know. Uh, the sex you know, swing, huh? Yeah, I, I don't think my ceiling would hold it, though. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get a stud finder. <laughs> you know, just regular shit like that, you know, my, my, you know, massages, you know, just different positions. I mean, there's only so many you can do, Dude. you know, unless you're in the Kama Sutra department, you know, and you can twist them up, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, in retrospect, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have made much of a difference because it's been a year and a half. So if you're already doing the new room massages after a year and a half, I mean, ten years from now, what's left? Even you know, I'll tell you what. I've got a question. Her two other sisters are they married? Her one of her sisters is. The other one's getting married this year. Uh huh. So they're both getting married, and she's the one left behind, bitter at forty. Well, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> is she the old? Is she the oldest of the three sisters? She's the oldest of her three sisters. How did I know? You're a true journalist, Sharp. <laughs> you are a true journalist. You really get to yes, the heart are. of the question. <laughs> hey, I'm the king of context. I get it. I piece it together. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I actually I think that's a great question, and uh, I'll just follow that up here. So she, she's the she's the lone survivor, so to speak. Her sisters are moving on, getting married. They understand how to play the game and what to do for their you know, appropriate ages and she just can't figure it out. And she wants someone to figure it out for her. And you're not that guy. She's torn between her single friends and her single life and also wanting marriage. She, that was, that's been a conflict 
that's going to be a conflict with her, you know, until she really decides on what she really wants. Well, sounds like she's history, Cuzzy. So, you know, she can go on and find a simp in the future. <laughs> I guarantee you, I guarantee you, mark my words, when it doesn't work out with this guy she probably had on the back burner, assuming she did, you will again swipe and see her on one of these dating apps because that is, I've done that. That is literally how it goes. There's only a couple ponds to swim in and you will see her again on those apps. Yeah, even though a lot of people, my, my friends say it's not another guy, it's a crisis. I said, well, and I'm sure you, you, got, you guys were, are going to agree with me with this, you know, out of nowhere, you know, may not may not be doing anything yet, but someone's lurking there that she's interested in, you know? Well, I would rather it be another guy because that's easy to write off as a as a deduction. If if there isn't another yeah. guy and she didn't have someone else, then that means you're just so terrible that she'd rather be single and alone. So if it were me, I'd rather there be another guy because at least it's like, all right, <laughs> fuck it. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it is what, I don't know. I can't prove it, but I can't just, you know... Well, listen, guys, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news here, but she definitely had another man because that's what women do. They monkey branch from one man to the other. They never have a lapse in time in between. They're always looking for that next upgrade, someone better, someone who's more of a provider, someone who's hotter, someone who's willing to put up with more of their bullshit, someone who's willing to compromise more to their entitled belief system. There's always some sort of upgrade that they're moving to, and they hang on to what they got until they get that upgrade. It's called monkey, monkey branching, and that's you what move, women are yeah, known to I've do. I've heard of that. And, and it sounds yeah. to me, if she would snap a sex swing, she would surely snap a monkey branch. So I say, fuck it, let her roll downhill, and you just keep going uphill and catching steam. And if you see her on a dating app, you see her, but chances are you're going to have to you know, call an audible, make some adjustments. And it's going to be a little different this time because every year that goes by in the dating scene, you're going to have to try to readjust to what's swimming in those ponds, you know? And as far as a sex uh, swing, I met, you know, I don't have like technically there's nowhere to hook it up. You know, you'd have to have one that has like the things like a, like a punching bag. What, you know, was, on the she, floor. was she a smaller girl or a bigger girl? No, average, average, average girl. Okay. Hmm. So, all right, you're newly single. I want to give you an opportunity. What are you looking for now in abroad? Hot blonde. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's all Aren't superficial. All? all superficial. Well, isn't that what guys really want, though? Doesn't that speak to the honesty of him? It, it, it's, I mean, yeah. You have to be honest with yourself, you know? <laughs> a successful man wants a good-looking woman who is pleasant. That's pretty much it, right? <laughs> pleasant and healthy. You know, and that's when I say that, it's that we were not so hard to find a woman who's emotionally healthy and won't fuck with you every single day with with like their stupid issues, like, you know, and or physically healthy. Even at 40 years old, these girls are mostly slobs. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Single mother slobs. Dude, how how could you, it's hard to be single at 40 if you're the hottest number in the room and you did everything your man needed you to do. So, yeah, I, I would agree with Lucas here. There, if you're 40 and you're single uh, and you're a woman, it's probably because you're a slob. <laughs> you're snapping munch, monkey branches from here to Costa Rica, and now, you know, you're looking for a new guy to enable your stupid behaviors and allow you to be an adult child living at your parents, gaining a pound a week. I mean, come on. That's pretty much what it is. It doesn't happen any other way. If you're 40 and smoking your entire life and you're single... How does that happen? That's more out of place in a screen door in a submarine. <laughs> <laughs> what is the things you find on these apps that these women have, like, look like? What do you see the most when you swipe like, that these women have for, like, attributes? Like, they have a dog, you know, like, what are they? Oh, they all have a dog. Like? They all have a dog, especially in their 30s and 40s. They're all single with dogs and pets. Uh, they usually are overweight with purple hair. Uh, they're usually covered in, in tattoos that, you know, that's fine. If you want to cover yourself in tattoos, that's fine. But I don't really know many men who are looking for a woman with the uh, septum piercing purple hair covered in tattoos. That doesn't seem like a cooperative woman to me. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody always says, uh, men, the patriarchy, blah, blah, blah. They just want a subservient woman. Well, yeah, that is true. But uh, a submissive woman is... It's just a word with a bad connotation. I think more than submissive, cooperative is a much more appropriate word. I want I a woman who's willing to cooperate 
with what I'm doing. Because let's face it, sounds like you've got a lot more going on in your life than she does. So she should be cooperating into your life. That's how I see it. Yeah, you don't Absolutely. want you don't want a master slave relationship, but you do need someone who's understanding, cooperative, and also collaborative. She's got to contribute. She's got to hold her own weight, uh, even if the sex swing can't. She's got to hold her own weight, and it doesn't sound like this girl was willing or prepared to do that, even at forty years of age. So when's that gonna when's that gonna happen for her? Fifty, sixty? Where's she gonna meet a guy then? Old habits die hard. Party it up. Well, now that you're that single true. again, you know, I know you you know how the dating apps work as well as we do. And you're going to have to uh, be the father of someone's dog, even if you won't be the father of their child. I got to say something about women and dogs. You know, I can't stand when they sleep in the same bed as them. I will fucking get up and leave. Oh, you know, you know, I've done that. You know that when I was <laughs> when I was dating that Kim girl, her fucking stupid uh, bulldog or whatever, some fucking French ass bulldog or some bullshit would always sleep in the fucking bed. And I was like, I, I can't sleep here with you. This is disgusting. The fucking dog's like drooling up on my leg. It's it's yeah, so that's the worst kind of dog to sleep with too. a drooly bulldog like that. Dude, uh, and it, like, you know, it doesn't give a fuck that you're sleeping. If it has a chew toy, it wants to play all night long and I'm a light sleeper. So it, dude, I agree with you a hundred percent. You ever yeah, have one of those bulldogs sneeze in your face? They, <laughs> they literally sneeze outwardly like projectile, like people vomit. They sneeze that way. Cause they got a flat face. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, but I did, I did, uh, stop talking to this girl, Carissa after she sneezed, but it was a smelly sneeze. And it smelt like bacteria. And I didn't talk to her again after that. <laughs> you already know how that pussy tastes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If your fucking sneeze stinks like that, you've got some kind of infection in your molars or some bullshit going on. All right, real quick, funny story. Uh, as you know, I have a cat. And uh, I'm, I'm sorry to say, my cat does sleep with me. But oh, that's okay. It's different than a dog, obviously. It but, is. And it's it your is. house. Even still, I one, I one time had this girl... Uh, we don't have to kayfabe her name. Her name is Ketley. She came over and she refused to stay over because the cat was on the bed. She goes, I can't sleep on the bed if the cat's here. And I already fucked her. So I'm like, well, fucking get going then. You know I mean? <laughs> Go on your way. She was flipping out that the cat was on the bed. I couldn't believe it. I've never seen anyone respond to a cat that way. No, that's uh, a cat. Cat's see a different. cat curls up on the corner of the bed. The fucking exactly. 100, 100 pound German shepherd lays all over the fucking bed and you move your feet it's gonna bite you that's the thing yeah because girls only have big dogs right they only have the giant fucking dogs that they need to slumber with every night yeah it's true i see all the i see i see that i would say 80 percent. there's always a picture of them with a dog that's a very accurate and astute observation i completely agree because do you remember um when i took a tinder picture in your backyard and just to get likes from the girls i photoshopped in a little german shepherd puppy <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> it was a hook hum line and sinker humongous hit it was a fake dog i googled it i rendered it into the picture and all i got was flooded with messages of my cute little puppy so these girls that was the funniest shit ever Dude, they're all the oh. same. It's all about dogs for these fucking girls. They can't get it right with children or their life or their spouses, so they just get a dog, and that makes them feel better. Because <laughs> when you're when you're on the app scrolling or swiping, what other red flags do you see that stand out to you? Uh, when they demand that you're over six feet tall, and or they demand that you know you have a great job. They they're just making so many demands, like. The list just goes on, and they have yeah. The over the, the over six foot tall one is a great demand because if you ever said my woman that I'm looking for needs to be under two hundred pounds, everybody would fucking come down on you like a storming parade. Oh, hundred percent right. And one girl had under there in her profile, if you're not on a treadmill, you're you, you know you're not a man. And come on, people. I'm like, who's who the fuck are you talking to? Yeah, who like the that, fuck is she? Know? Tons of tattoos, like like you said. Um, you know, septum piercings, uh, they're, you know, their pictures, like they don't crop their pictures. You know, they're, they have, they're out with these, these dudes. You don't know who they are. Brother, ex-boyfriend, they don't crop it, you know? And it's like, well, okay. <laughs> yeah. That's always a big red flag for women, right? <laughs> yeah. And just like they're, they're the way they look, you can just tell it's like, it looks kind of trashy and you're making these demands on like on, on these men. It's like, 
Oh, fuck. Okay. You know, I swipe left a ton more than I swipe right. That's interesting. That's an interesting thing because I swipe, you know me, I've said this before. I swipe right on all of them and then just delete the pigs later. But <laughs> it just takes less time for me. And I'm trying to, I was always trying to put in the least amount of effort possible. Um, yeah, dude, the dating app scene is a fucking disaster. Let's face it. But honestly, like we were talking about a minute ago, the red flags are usually there from day one. And whether or not you choose to ignore them is up to you. But I'm sure you see them now that you're back on the scene. I'm sure it's it's only been a year and a half. What, what else are you experiencing out there? Uh, either they don't talk. And there, there's a whole thing you can go on, like a playbook, like, oh, let's sexualize. But no, you know what I do? I get pissed off and I ask dumb questions like, who built the pyramids? How old is the Sphinx? Do you believe in UFOs? You know, how old is the universe? You know, stupid shit like that. Because I just get annoyed of when I ask a question, it's just like, ugh. And the messaging part's the worst part. Girls are very spoiled by attention. You know, obviously, this is a two-part thing. You did the I mean, in my opinion, you did the right thing. As soon as you start talking, if there's any kind of smoke coming and there could be a fire, you drag them off the app and you start texting them because they get a million messages and yours isn't going to the top of the inbox. But then you kind of see that that does trickle into the texting because 10 other guys are texting them and they're parsing through it to see if you're even remotely, uh, you know, worth talking to or if there's any conversation or spark there. So that's what's happening. You're kind of getting that a little bit of a smoke, but not enough to fan the flame, right? Right. And the day naps aren't really good for men. You know, they're not kind, you know, they're just getting inboxed constantly and, it's you know luke shears your sentiment he thinks that the dating apps are more designed for women i disagree with both of you i think it's for men i just think it's not for men to find someone i don't think it's for either gender to find someone to fall in love with i just think that that's almost impossible on dating apps they're definitely more beneficial for the women because of these dating apps the women have become the players right 100 percent agree with that it's true Well, like you said, their inbox is never empty, so it's more (laughs) beneficial for them. I think they have more options, but, you know, I I don't think the type of guy they're looking for, they're going to find on a dating app. Because I think dating apps, when I say they're meant for men, I think they're meant to fuck. So that typically favors the man, is what I mean. Well, for fucking, yeah, it's they're better for fucking. If you're actually looking for a decent human being, then it's impossible. Yeah, I agree. Is there any part of you you think that, you know, believe it or not, it's actually challenging? You don't think it would be wise to just go back to the old move of, hey, do you want to come over to my brewery, which coincidentally is in my home, and just have a few drinks? <laughs> and like, I can't picture that not leading to something. No, I stopped doing that because one girl, I did that and she did not look like our pictures. And I was mortified. And, <laughs> I, I was like, I kept her outside the whole night and I said, I got to go to bed. You know, I just wanted to get her out of here. When you and say you kept so, her outside. Uh, well, well, it was summertime. You know, I cooked on the grill and I, I brought her. I said, we're having a couple of drinks. I said, I'll bring you the drinks. Um, don't don't come in my house pretty much. You know, even when she had to pee, it was <laughs> no pee. She couldn't pee in the house. Not, she didn't have to go to the bathroom, thankfully. <laughs> but, what? One to ten. What does she look like? Oh, that one. Yeah. Two. And if you had to guess the weight, what was it? Oh, 300. Holy <laughs> shit. Enough said. Enough two, said. Even two. better. Wow. And so, all right. So let's say she was a two when she knocked on your door. Okay. Which, by the way, you have a ring doorbell. So I would have just fucking turned the lights off. But so let's say she was a two when she knocked. What was she on her dating app? She was a seven on the app. Wow. A wow. five point those decline. Fucking, a five point those, decline. I'm telling you, there's more filters than ever now than back then. You know, it gets worse now because they put all these Snapchat filters or whatever filters on. But that's exactly what the case here was. And I was pissed. I'm like, you know what? I ain't doing this again. I gotta meet out in public first. I gotta be honest. I think you were being a pretty nice guy. You still uh, you know, grilled for her, hung out with her. You played the uh, gentleman's role still. I know. Do well, you, yeah. You, you're coming off on this podcast, in my opinion, as a fucking knight in shining armor, because I got to tell you, if someone represented as 
whatever you said, a seven and drop down to a two, which is an absurd fluctuation. And then you had to cook out for her fat body because God knows if she burns three calories walking to the door, you got to plug her with another 3,000 just to move her back to the fucking car. So I think you sound like a hero in this situation. Well, I'm happy it was summer and then we didn't have to come in the house for the couch, you know? <laughs> yeah, but those, those fucking wrinkles and folds must have been really holding in the sweat if she was that fat in the summer. That, that I would never do it again. That's the reason why I don't, don't bring that up. Did she have it? Sounds like that chick would have tenderized your mattress. <laughs> <laughs> did she did she happen well, to uh have an odor that was maybe overwhelming the smell of the barbecue because she was so fat or was she keeping the perfume ripe? Perfume was pretty ripe and I didn't get close enough to smell anything else, you know. That was smart. Uh Did you charge her? Did you like Give her the food and a couple of your beers, and then slide the tab across the table and tap on it. Like, come hey, on, come you got to square up. <laughs> you got to square up. Six dollars a pour. <laughs> Dude, seriously, I mean, because look, she wasted your time. So should she not? All right. So I'm assuming that when she showed up, not only did you feed her and provide her entertainment, I'm guessing you carried a lot of that conversation. Because if she's that fat, she's probably a little insecure and probably couldn't do most of the talking. Is that right? Believe it or not, she was, it was back and forth, but she was kind of boring too. You know, I just got, I don't really remember what we talked about, but I remember it being boring, you know, Let me aside guess. from that. She wants to talk about Lord of the Rings and you're not interested. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, let well, me ask you fellas this. Have you ever been in the opposite position where maybe the girl thought you didn't look like your pictures or something and how she reacted to that? Have you, either one of you experienced that before? Yes. But yes. I and how did they? How did the female react in the situation? Well, she looked looked me up and down and just kind of like scoffedly smiled, and I could tell like, well, I didn't put that much weight on. My photos are current, you know. I mean, maybe I was wearing a tighter t-shirt or something, but uh, uh, yeah. She and then we just had one drink, and she we were out of there. Okay. And who paid for the drink? Well, who do you think? Yeah, exactly. You paid for it. She didn't grill you a steak or pour you beers, and then she took off. You see how it's a complete double standard? Mm, At least you were is. a gentleman. You gave her the time. You gave her the respect as a human being. A woman won't even give you the respect as a human being with the sexual roles reversed. Let me hear your story, Rob. I'm kind of curious. My experience was that early on in the dating apps, when I really, like, this is 2015 going into 2016, when I was just newly single, and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take all the best angles. I treated dating apps the way I used to treat MySpace, and that was a mistake. I thought you represent yourself in a way where, like, it's most favorable to you. And not realizing the repercussion is that when they show up, it's the disappointment is so heavy <laughs> that you're not going to fuck them because you don't look like you represented yourself, so they're already less attracted to you, and that's the worst way to start a date. So then I just started the super honesty pops, and I started the, you know, normal representations. Like, I would go out and stage a picture when I'm out hiking, but I wouldn't go out of my way to take those pictures. I would just make sure to make it a point to take a picture in a good spot when I happen to look good that day. You know what I mean? So when, yeah, but do you have an example of that when you yeah, actually yeah. met up with a woman? Yeah. So I was going to tell you, so I met up with this girl. I think her name was Cindy or fucking Cassie or some bullshit, some Puerto Rican girl. And she <laughs> called me out on it. She's like, you know, you looked, I thought you would be like taller than you are, but, I'm fucking six feet tall. Like, how tall do these girls want you to be? You know what I mean? I got to be fucking six Dude, you're over six feet, aren't you? You're like the same height as me, aren't yeah, you? Like I'm six, six, one, six one. two? I'm six one. So, like... Not uh, tall enough. <laughs> not, not tall <laughs> enough, apparently. And, um, you know, she's just like, oh, well, you know, I didn't know you had glasses and blah, blah, blah. Right. Did she end up ghosting you after that? Oh, yeah, yeah. We never talked again. <laughs> so like, Exactly. No respect, no common decency for a human being. No, I would say you know, that Cuzzy displayed a lot of decency as a human being. Lucas, you'd be surprised. She, she did not grill for me. She did not pour me any beers or entertain me. And she just, uh, you know, it was a short night, and I never heard from her again. So, yeah, Cuzzy is the uh, superstar of this, in my <laughs> opinion. Situation. There was one date where uh, I went out with a chick. This is a couple years ago. Um. It just so happens that uh, <laughs> since we're getting embarrassing on here, the, right before, like the, the morning I woke up, we scheduled to, you know, meet up tomorrow or whatever. The morning I woke up, I just had this fucking giant zit on my forehead. 
And I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, you know what I mean? But there was just like, it was one of those under the skin deals. You couldn't pop it. So I'm like, all right, this ain't ideal. So anyway, I showed up on the fucking date and she obviously like wasn't feeling receptive to it or whatever. Should have put the bandaid on your face like Nelly. <laughs> probably, probably should have pierced it and dyed my hair purple. It would have been okay. But uh, we went out still, you know, I bought her some drinks. We had some drinks, but she ended up kind of like, not completely ghosting me, but like politely ghosting me and going off with her friends. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Like this ain't working. But um, this is a major difference between men and women because I had one of these old uh, chicks that I used to fuck. She hit me up a blast from the past. And I was like, all right, you know, some time has passed, but you know, the times are modern now. Why don't you come on over? She said, oh yeah, I want to come over. I want to cook for you. Blah, blah, blah. She's another one of these losers who lives at home in her thirties and is desperate to do anything, you know? Red flag right away. But anyway, she came over. I said, fuck it, I could use breakfast. So she cooked me, she came over, cooked me breakfast. But keep in mind, this is a blast from the past. I hadn't seen her in about seven years. No lie, this chick, I want to say, she must have put on at least 100 pounds. Wow. And that's probably being generous. Like, I want to say an accurate estimation is probably 130. This bitch put on 130 pounds. Jesus Jeez. Christ. This wow. this was a rotund mama. <laughs> Seventy kilograms. So uh, when she came over, you know she she was really sweet. She was happy to see me, made food and all that. And then she wanted to fuck because obviously it's fuck time. And I'm like, oh god, I, <laughs> you know she's been so nice. I I can't fuck her though, you know. So you, you bit off more I, I than you could her. chew. Well, she bit off far more than she could chew during dinner. So. She, uh, long story short, though, I was a gentleman, much like Cuzzy. I, I, I gave her the wiener to suck, and she got some, she got throated. I didn't fuck her, but she got throated. Oh, and hey. Fun, that's going pretty good. That's a gentlemanly thing to do, right? I'll tell you that's what. Luke, you are a gentleman. You are a gentleman. And I, I got to tell you, I feel like a, a real bag of shit here, fellas, because I have a similar story, but it didn't end with me being a gentleman. If you'd like to hear it, that's up to you. You let me know. It sounds relevant. Fire away. Here it is. Yeah. So this is back when I was working at that uh, nursing home, ordering the medical supplies. You guys remember that? And I was heavy on the Tinder at this point. And she was texting me saying, like, she wanted to meet up. She wanted to meet up. And I was like, look, I'm here all day, but I've got some freedom here. I've got, a, I've got my own shed. I've got a little office. Like, if you want to come through, we could probably make it happen here at work. You know, I figured. What a line. I've got my own shed. What a line. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you hook the ladies right there. I've got my own shed, baby. You know how ladies love sheds. And uh, so it, it happened. She came through, and uh, she, was, she was DTF down to fuck uh, immediately. But when she pulled up, this was not the same broad. I mean, she was at least <laughs> she was at least three years older than she claimed in her pictures, and at least I, I want to say 60, 70 pounds heavier than in the pictures I saw. In the pictures I saw, it, it was a lot of titty and not a lot of tummy. And when she showed up, it, titties were still there, but tummy was, you know, pushing out, you know? And I was Yeah, I, that's what the rotund broads do. Yeah, wow. yeah. She was really working her angles, and and I just I ran outside because I was going to litter in the side door and I get in her car and I'm like, uh oh, because the tummy's kind of pressing on the steering wheel. And I'm like, dude, there's no way I could fuck this girl. There's always something to be said about the thrill of dragging a girl into your job and fucking her on your boss's table while the, you know, after business hours, so to speak. Right. Indeed. So I'm talking to her and I'm just thinking like, nah, dude, there's no way she's got like her hair's all curly. Her fucking ro cheeks are looking rosy with some rosacea. This girl's just a fucking, I mean, she's a two. She is on, she's a good example of a seven to a two. And uh, I couldn't fuck her. And I couldn't get, I had no use out of her. I didn't want her to suck me off. I didn't even want to suck her titties because she was that disgusting. And uh, I was like, I told her straight up. I'm like, you know, to be honest with you, like, uh, I probably got to get some work done. And uh, I don't think I could do this. I'm feeling a little bit of anxiety about the, you know, public fuck, which was a lie. But that was the gr most gracious way I could think to back out of this situation and get out of that car before she eats one of my limbs, mistaking it for a chicken wing or something. I was not as uh, nice as you two gentlemen, I'll tell you that. But, uh, well, Cuzzy, I wish you all the luck in all your dating stories, and I will invite you to come on again and share some of your dating stories as they progress. And uh, 
I'll give you one chance here. What's something you want to ask Lucas and I to close this out? What's a question you've got for both of us? What do you think's better, cold approach, meeting someone in public, or the dating apps? What, any more advice for me for those? It depends what you're uh, looking for, I would say. If you're just looking, are we talking about a partner or just a fuck? Just a fuck. Just a fuck, the dating apps are, are pretty unbeatable. It's a numbers game. Yeah, I, I agree. Although there is something to be said about when you see a girl across the bar, and for 30 minutes you're fucking her in your own brain, and then you actually take that girl home and fuck her, the reward factor to me is so much higher than just like seeing someone's pictures and then fucking them, in my opinion. But I think mm. success-wise, it has to, it literally can't be real life. You'd have to go out at 5 p.m., fuck a girl, and then go back out at 7 and try to meet another one in order to have the same ratios as like the dating app. There's just, there's way more success, in my opinion, just because of the numbers alone. What do you think, Lucas? Yeah, from a fucking perspective, the apps are definitely advantageous for guys. If you're looking for an actual life partner, they're far more advantageous for women. I like the uh, story about the bar. I fucking in your head, and then that actually probably get more reward off of that. Than, you, ever, you know, you ever done that? You ever you ever see a girl and just thinking the whole night like, God damn, I want to be inside this bitch, and then it actually happens. I mean, it's Lucas. I know you've done it. I mean, it there is something to it. <laughs> you know this story, but I've done that and then forgot I fucked him and reapproached him cold again. <laughs> oh my god, dude. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that what that was like uh the New Year's party, right? When you fucked that girl. We'll they, save that for another episode. Yeah, next episode we'll tell that story. That's a good one. Oh my god. I'm gonna hold you to it. Guys, that that's a great story. But yeah, honestly, Gary, to to, to wrap that up there for you, I would say just for sex, dating app. At 42 years old, if you want to meet a girl you're going to have to just kind of code call and get out there in the world and just, you know, Hey, my name's Gary. And I, I just think you're going to have more success in a real life meetup than online dating. But my, my perceptive is so warped on online dating that I can't even possibly see it going well for anyone. It's just completely different. Yeah, absolutely. And Lucas, just to, just to end this up here, have any of your long-term relationships ever once come from a dating app? Not, not a single one of my plethora of long-term relationships have ever come from a dating app. Right. And wow. That, and that, by the way, that doesn't mean they were any more successful, obviously, uh, meeting them in real life since none of them worked out. But mine, not, mine either, honestly. I don't think any of them long-term, at least, came from uh, dating apps. They were just casual hookups, and which I still think it's great for, even if the landscape has changed some. So... You stick with that, and uh, we're, we're definitely going to have you back on here again. I don't, you know, anytime you want, right, Lucas? He's got an open invite here. Yeah, because it was good to hear from you. I'm glad you uh, came on the show today and you got an interesting perspective. You're going through a situation right now that warrants this kind of necessary guy talk. So perfect timing. I'm glad yeah, you're in a better yeah. space, too. You seem like you're in a better headspace than you were probably around Christmas time. Absolutely. Yeah, and thank you uh, for having me on. I got, I got plenty yeah, of stories. Before we take off, why don't you plug your uh, company again and uh, where everybody can find you? Again, LostHorseBrewing.com, home of finely crafted ales and lagers. You can find us at Tap on your local restaurant or favorite bar. Locations are on our website, LostHorseBrewing.com, on Facebook and Instagram. All right. So that was uh, Cuzzy, uh, occasionally known as Mel Bernstein, but his name is Gary. He is the owner, operator, CEO and head brewer of Lost Taurus Brewing, as he mentioned many times in his shameless plugs. And, uh, of course, we do appreciate him coming on, as we do all of our guests here at uh, Audio Harassment. And it was yeah, actually it was good talking to Cuzzy, because uh, I haven't talked to him in a while, and he seems to remain uh, upbeat with his demeanor, even through these uh, trying times. Sure does. It was good to hear from him, and a, and a nice uh, perspective from a single guy, newly single, who's going through a lot of the shit that all of us have gone through, both men and women. And uh, we will definitely have him on again to hear how his dating updates are going. And uh, why don't you do what you always do here for the people? Wrap them up. And just like Cuzzy, tell them where they could find us, what to look forward to, and uh, give them the nice outro here, Lucas Sharp. Well, folks, I'm feeling awfully insufficient this week because, goddamn, Cuzzy was a pro, huh? When he's hitting his plugs, he knows what's up. But if you're looking for audio harassment and you want to listen and support us, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and all your major podcast platforms. 
If you go on Twitter, you can leave us questions at Audio Harass. We're also at Audio Harass on YouTube and at Audio Harassment on Instagram, where you can reach us. And of course, TikTok, where we do the numbers, baby, at Audio Harassment on TikTok. Please like, subscribe, and throw us your comments and stories. We'll be there for you, and we'll address them. LostHorseBrewing.com. Generations of family tradition and refining recipes result in a beer that's hop forward and seriously smooth. Excuse me, miss. You look lost, stranger. I assume you made a wrong turn. Can you tell me where I am? Sweetie, you're right where you need to be. Whether it's our German-inspired lager or our West Coast-style IPA, Lost Horse Brewing brings the journey to you. Get lost with Lost Horse Brewing. Lost Horse Brewing, LLC, Meriden, Connecticut. Drink responsibly.